Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Thambi Pillay. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise, and today I want to talk about what I see happening in the property market going forwards. Now, if you've been following my work, you know that over the last few months, I've been constantly debating and questioning all these so-called doomsday market predictions from various so-called gurus. In fact, last week I spoke about how CBA have completely backtracked on those ridiculous, I guess, attention-grabbing headlines where in March and April, they said the property market would drop by 30% in a worst case scenario, but more, more likely close to 10%. Well, now they've dropped it back to uh, uh, expecting the prices to drop by 6%, with many markets having already experienced most of that reduction. And now, today we, we see Westpac come out with their uh, predictions for the market, and even they say, oh yes, back in March, April, we expected the property market to drop between 10 to 13%. But we've been totally surprised by how resilient the market is, so now we're changing our, our product predictions. Look, the fact of the matter is, guys, that the way banks are changing their market predictions, and you're gonna see more and more people, I expect, change what they said from six months ago to now, none of that surprises me, because the data has always shown that our Australian market property market is very resilient. I've spoken about how you know, in GFC and in the other in the recession we, we had to have back in the 90s, our property markets were, were resilient. I spoke of, I've spoken about how we had our biggest price correction between 2017 to 2019 when there was no recession, no nothing. It was driven purely by uh, banks uh, applying significant lending restrictions as a result of some, some APRA initiatives, uh, sh- shall we uh, say. And so the fact is the data was always showing that you know, we have record low interest rates. We have uh, significant uh, record low, uh, in fact, record low, yes, uh, approvals on new uh, new dwellings, especially in the, in, in the housing market. We now have uh, uh, lots of the stimulus from the, the government in terms of trying to create jobs. So they're looking to you know, give businesses various tax exemptions to bring on new jobs. We've got banks helping out with uh, offering mortgage holidays. And then there was this whole thing about, oh, look, but that's only until September. And then when September comes, we're gonna have this fiscal cliff and the economy's gonna fall off the cliff and everything's gonna go pear-shaped. But what happened? Well, banks just uh, came out and said, we're gonna extend mortgage holidays now until March. And mind you, I expect the banks will continue to extend these mortgage holidays until the economy starts to uh, improve again. So you're not going to see as many distressed sales as you might have and logically expect them. Look, don't get me wrong, it was very easy to expect the property prices would crash. After all, we have record high levels of debt in in Australia. Uh, The rate of growth of debt has far outstripped wage growth. Rental yields in our bigger cities have, have, have dropped. And so it was very easy to expect that, okay, now with COVID-19 and the impact on our economy, property prices would crash. But the fact is they, they haven't. And now we've got a Bill Evans, an economist from Westpac, coming out and expecting that between sort of 
now and June, prices will be maybe a little rocky. Uh, you'll see some uh, markets drop slightly. Yes, Melbourne will bear the biggest brunt of that. No doubt uh, about that. I don't think anyone really disagree with, with that. However, uh, even parts of Sydney are starting to show that they are past their bottom and they're starting to, to rise. He's even come out and said that you know, he's expecting uh, prices to, to rise by 14% in, in Sydney, 18% you know, in Perth, and Brisbane by 20%. And mind you, this is just average that he's expecting. So some areas will perform even better than that. And what's driving uh, the, this, this growth? Well, as I said, record low interest rates, uh, undersupply in many, many areas. I think that once you see the, the borders officially open up uh, completely in, in Queensland, you'll see domestic migration start again, and you'll see that market really uh, take off. I think the growth in, in Sydney is certainly uh, coming and, and Melbourne, but we'll need to wait until uh, international migration comes, when that could be dependent obviously on whether a vaccine for COVID-19 is actually going to come in, in 2021 or, or not. But the fact is, the worst, I believe, is, is, is behind us. And the data is showing that. We're seeing many you know, economists uh, and uh, so-called other gurus come out and say that, look, yeah, we, we might have got a, ta a tad wrong. We, 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 we panicked uh, back in March, April. The, the Australian property market is, is actually being far more robust far more re resilient than, than, than it has been uh, and than, than we, ex we expected. And so what would I do if you were looking to buy property right now? I think right now is gonna be one of your best buying opportunities because the market isn't not, well, the market is not rising as steeply yet. However, that momentum is, is, is building. Uh, you've got an opportunity therefore to get a, get a good deal uh, right, right now for, for sure. You wanna get your finances uh, done and, 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 and approved so you're ready to move when you, when, if you see a good deal. And I think also you wanna start looking at doing your research because yes, there is one key factor that you have to be, be aware of and that is as a property investor, the biggest risk to you is whether you can get your property rented. And so there are certain markets I would certainly be avoiding, even despite all this um, good news, I would be avoiding the, the uh, off the plan unit market for, for sure. Uh, I would be uh, avoiding any areas where there's already a high vacancy rate. Uh, I don't, yes, I, it will reduce, but when and uh, you know, when, how long will it take for the vacancy rate to tighten up again? When will rent start to rise in those markets? So I would certainly avoid those markets with high vacancy factors. I would uh, look to avoid any market where you see that's oversupplied. Um, and how do you know if it's oversupplied? Uh, well, look at the time on market. How long is it taking for properties to, to sell? And is that time on market, is it reducing or is it increasing? Because if the time on market for a property, for how long it takes for a property to sell, if that time period is reducing, then you know that you've got additional and uh, surplus demand. And they're the kind of markets you want to look at. But on the flip side, if the time on market for an, an average property in the areas that you're targeting is actually increasing, then it shows that it probably isn't time right now uh, to look at those uh, markets. You either postpone when you look to buy a property if you're really attached to a particular area or you look at other other areas, right? So certainly do your due diligence looking at the average time on market, look at the trends, because that will give you a very good idea of whether there's excess uh, demand or excess supply. Combine that 
with uh, looking at markets that, that have a very tight vacancy factor, so definitely under 3%, uh, preferably if you can, under 2.5%. And if you can combine those two factors, and I think that you will start looking at this being the time period where you can get your best buying opportunities. There are some, yes, there are some great deals to, to be had. I'm not talking about, you know, looking at a huge discount, no, but what I am talking about is a getting property at prices today that are less than, the, than what they'll be in 12 months time, 18 months time, certainly, you know, two and three years at a time and, 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 and longer. So yes, I think it's a great time to start looking, looking at, at, at property, do your due diligence and certainly expect more and more of, of the banks, more and more of uh, the economists and many of the other so-called gurus out there to come out and revise their price predictions for property upwards. Hey, it's Nero here again and thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable and you think you might like my help to find an investment property, then head on over to nerocall.com. That's Nero, N-I-R-O, call, C-A-L-L.com. Head over to nerocall.com to discover our unique five-step process that's now helped our private client group purchase well over $66.8 million worth of property. And then if you like what you see, you can book in for a property consult with me personally. Either way, thanks again for listening.